This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. They are pretenders among us, people who have mastered their ability to hide their pain, failures, struggles, and inadequacies in life. People who have the ability to mask their imperfections through material wealth and careers. In the last 20 years, social media has exploded and incubated these pretenders to grow in number and attitude. But one day in 2016, one of these pretenders broke away. This is his story. Hi and welcome to the show. My name is Jay and this is the Pretender Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to listen to the latest episode of the Pretender Podcast on the AfriPods network right here in Africa. You can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast network of your choice. Today's show is about perfectionism. In today's episode, I share why I struggle with being a perfect individual and how I sort of finally decided to be free of it. Not completely. Or perhaps you could say how I'm trying to be free of it. I'm not perfect. And that's okay. But really, it isn't okay with me. It hasn't been for quite a while. I've always made the greatest effort to be perfect whether it be in my Christian walk of faith, whether it be in my work, my relationship with my wife, my parenting, everything has to be perfect. I strive for it, and ultimately I set standards for which I most certainly fail to meet. And if I don't meet those standards, I get really, really frustrated. Now, I'm very meticulous whether it's the way I plan or organize my time, my workouts, when I'm doing my physical workouts, and my preparation before a basketball game over the weekend. The way I write my emails, if I have to read them 10 times before I send them and 10 times after I send it. The way I analyze and overanalyze a text message from someone, it's all in the way an email or response from someone is analyzed for me. It's all in me and how I approach life. Whether it's the way I scrutinize the words in my podcast, the editing, the way I beat myself up about how the sound was in the previous episode or in my recordings or whatever it is, I'm extremely paranoid about the minute details. It isn't even funny. The result is and has been that I ultimately do not take the failure to do something the way I thought it should be done and I will stress. I will be depressed about it and ultimately be unhappy about it. Some of the key things that you see or notice in my life are it is very difficult for me to take a compliment. I feel like when I do something well, it's basically the bare minimum and in fact I don't deserve any compliment because there are lots of things that I did not even do well in that effort anyway. Another thing is I struggle with asking for help. 
Yes, I do. I often feel it is my job to do things right and properly. Otherwise, I would not be needing help if I did that. I struggle with dealing with failure, obviously, for the same reason that I feel if I did my work right, it should all come out successful. And finally, I struggle with celebrating any sort of achievement because I undervalue it as something that is part of the process of doing something. I often wonder where these high standards come from or came from, why I have such an edge to always hit the mark. I'm driven. That's a good thing, right? Well, yes and no. It is good to be driven, to do your best. It is good to be determined and hardworking. But it's certainly not good to be unsatisfied with your best effort. It is not good to be driven to the result as the goal without being at peace with the result because you put in your best. That's where I am. For me, it is such a big deal because I've not realized that many of these high standards are unrealistic. And often they are always tied to the goal. If I meet that goal, then I succeed. But if I don't, then I failed. I often miss the context of situations that happen in my work, my life, when something goes wrong. Because to me, if something goes wrong, it's because I did not do what I was supposed to, to do to stop it or perhaps prevent it from happening. I am my own worst critic by a mile. I regurgitate all failure points multiple times in my head. So one day, it all came to a head in a very confounding and unexpected way. Uh, it so happened that I decided to expand my free-range chicken project by extending the area and setting up a new fence um, around our homestead. So when I set up a new home for the chickens, I brought in about 13 new birds into that area. Later that evening, I think we lost two chickens because they flew onto the fence and our three big German shepherds matched them while we slept. I tell you, I was so perturbed by it that I was asking myself why I didn't do enough to stop this. So... I made some changes um, the next day to try and stop the issue. But then, as life often happens, the next day, or night while we slept, the same thing happened again. And this time we lost about maybe three to four. And one of my favorite hens was gone. Um... I can safely say this time I became so upset I was telling myself stuff like I have no ability to keep dogs that I can't control and I felt so much anger at them and, and myself for not training them enough to not eat chickens. Now, anyone who has come to my house or any of my friends who know me and know uh, my dogs 
understand that they are well trained and obviously how much work I put into just training the dogs and that's a story for another day but for me to expect myself to do much more than I had done to train them is really an example of an unrealistic expectation also I miss the context of this situation because of my perfectionism which is that Animals work on instinct. So what do you expect when a chicken is flying around? They'll chase it for fun. And soon that fun becomes, what, a tasty meal? This simple event was so confounding for me because it brought me to a point where I sat down to think deeply and ask myself one important question. Why do I want to control everything? What should a dog do when it sees a chicken? Obviously, it's going to chase and then catch and eat it. I did not like the sort of anger I had felt particularly. And so I started to think through how that is a recurring theme in my life. To want to prefix everything. And also not being comfortable with not meeting a goal and all that comes with it. It was at this point that I realized I gotta let go. I also began trying to trace where this came from or at least where it began. I I can't seem to point to one thing or time but I have a suspicion it has something to do with my childhood, where even though I was excelling in my school, it seemed to me it was always an expectation uh, that sort of wasn't praiseworthy as it should be. It's one of the reason, or one of the reasons I'm self-driven and very highly determined. Um, I feast on pursuing a seemingly unattainable challenge. And I also love to make it when the odds are stacked against me, which is really no fun. That, I, I sort of feel that perhaps it will feel more worthy an achievement when the odds are stacked against me. And another thing I've noticed is that I have this odd high pain threshold, like physically, I, 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 I sort of tell myself I should be able to withstand pain. I, I really tell myself that even my workouts are really always a notch above or something that is extremely taxing. You would not have, want to join in my workouts. I know a few people who would, but my wife is certainly not one of them. She does a, a sort of uh, reduced level of it. Now, as I kept reflecting, I also observed that I always have this tendency to tell myself that I deserve going through some difficulty if I made a mistake or that sort of a thing. I simply have no contextual view and often choose to focus on my inability to have prevented the mistake in the first place. I always tell myself, I could, I could have stopped this if I did put in more effort, if I wasn't lazy, if I wasn't that uh, lax about it. I would have prevented this, always lacking that contextual view. 
So on this day, the chickens and the dogs, I took time to reflect on all these things. And obviously as a man of faith, I prayed a prayer for God to really help me, give me the grace. And then I made a conscious decision to just quit it all. It is damn hard, but it is very liberating. Firstly, I cannot bear mediocrity starting with myself, but honestly, I, I was, and I am trying to tell, teach myself that perfectionism has little to do with mediocrity, but has much to do with undermining the value of putting in my best effort and being at peace with it. No, it doesn't mean that if I don't reach the goal, I'm a mediocre person or that I've I'm, I'm lazy or I, I'm a failure, but to just start to learn that my best effort is what counts. I sometimes catch myself on it, but I just let things unfold as they should. If I make a mistake, it has nothing to do with my value as a person or that I did not do my best. Sometimes life just sucks. Like on the occasion of my chicken and my hen being eaten by the dogs. Things go wrong and people can be awful to me. That doesn't mean I suck or I'm awful as those that want to make me feel or look awful. And this has happened to me in my business where toxic clients can make you feel as though you're doing something wrong or trying to defraud them or just plainly want to boss you around or use you at less than half the market price. When something goes wrong, they don't care and download on you. Then I download on myself. So I let go of that nonsense too. Whether it's in my business or it's my life. Or I'm trying to let go of those things. And I'm really doing a good job of it. If I may praise myself, a compliment from my <laughs> myself. Because that kind of life has taken a toll on me before. And I'm privileged to be brave enough to speak about it as well as let go of such business relationship too. But the thing that motivated me the most to let go of this perfectionism in me had much to do with my son. I don't want to be the parent that pushes him and pushes him in a way that destroys his future or him as a person. I don't want him to have this sort of attitude in life that you are only valued when you reach your goals or meet a certain standard. I want him to be okay with putting in his best. And I need to walk that talk. I also need to communicate as much when I'm raising him up and guiding him. Especially that we homeschool him. He should never ever be pushed in such a way. And that it provided the greatest motivation for me to let go of my perfectionism. For my child or my son or for my children. As a homeschool parent, it is critical. In a way, it gave me a chance to do it over in life. To give my children an opportunity to accept and embrace the mess that life is the mess that daddy is, and be okay with it. 
Besides, no matter what my failures are, no matter what my shortcomings are, even after a disciplinary session with my son, that little tender heart always wants to be with daddy. And he says, I love you, Papa. Now, I'm telling myself I deserve such love, such unconditional love. I also committed myself to giving such unconditional love so that my children should know no one is perfect, and that's okay. And they don't need to be perfect, and that too is okay. I will still love them. Right. Before I go, I just want to give you a quick call to action. And this quick call to action is life is a mess. We are all a mess. There's nothing perfect in life. And as soon as we realize that we are beautiful messes, beautiful messes, we mess up, we get it right, and we get it wrong again. And as long as we have that actual context in life to see things as they really are, that we don't control everything, that we shouldn't want to control everything, we should put in and do our best in our work, in our parenting, in our relationships, and be okay with that. And again, if you are privileged to be a parent, let's communicate unconditional love by accepting ourselves and our children as we are and as they are to be able to tell them you put in your best okay that's all you need to do let's not set these unrealistic targets for ourselves and for others it's okay not to be perfect well that does it for this episode of the pretender podcast um in the next few weeks i'm preparing a number of exciting um, shows. I'm going to be talking to a number of people. I've got like three people lined up, exciting regular people. I don't invite celebrities off of my show uh, because it's about regular people. You and me uh, telling our stories um, and letting the world hear that. So have exciting episodes in the next three weeks and those interviews are going to be exciting um, for you to hear real stories from real people other than myself and uh, hope that you can tune in. Continue to rate and review my show and if you don't want to miss an episode, please bookmark it on Apple Podcasts. You can follow my podcast on AfriPods, on the Android app. You could follow my show on Stitcher, um, available on Google uh, Pods as well. And anywhere you're catching your podcast from. Thanks for listening. I'm out. Inaindeshwa na Afriboards. <laughs>